Hello, listeners. Welcome to the ninth episode of the Mountaineer Insider Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Caden Smith, former App State football player that will be joined by a current member of the Mountaineer football team on this installment. It's none other than true freshman outside linebacker Nate Johnson, our first freshman and youngest guest on the show ever. If you haven't already, give us a follow on all social media platforms and wherever you're listening right now, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you go to for your podcast listening, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review so you can stay in the loop on all things MIP. And if you're new to the program, let's get you up to speed. The Mountaineer Insider Podcast is an avenue for Appalachian State fans and patrons to get an in-depth look into the qualities that make our student athletes special and unique. We're really excited to have the opportunity to use this platform to show you all what these athletes offer both inside of and outside of their athletic arenas. This podcast is sponsored by the 3333 Collective, as always, which is made up of a group of supporters committed to providing engagement opportunities for student athletes, ultimately enhancing the lives of these hardworking athletes. You can follow all the action and get all updates on all 3333 Collective engagements and how you can become involved in all the efforts by following us on all social media platforms at 3333 Collective. Now, this is our second episode with an App State football player on the show. If you haven't gone back and listened to episode four with Tyreek Funderburg, make sure you check that out. I think it's a perfect pairing with this conversation, hearing from a rookie, hearing from a grad transfer vet. But this episode is all about the rookie, Nate Johnson, who has led the Mountaineers in sacks and tackles for loss this season. And he hasn't even been on campus for a calendar year. He's been having a great year. We talk about his success on the field this year, his journey and upbringing in Gaffney, South Carolina, that not too long ago led him to App State. We had some great high-level football talk, and we also had some off-the-field conversations where he found out some very important things like where Nate ranks amongst his roommates in Fortnite. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get to our conversation with Nate Johnson. He's a freshman. Well, we are pleased to be joined by App State freshman outside linebacker Nate Johnson. Nate, how you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Well, Nate, the first thing we got to talk about is your size. I mean, you're a true freshman at App. You're six foot five, two thirty. I'm very jealous as someone who showed up to the program and had to gain twenty pounds, had to immediately be a weight gainer in my true freshman year. But you're built for it. You're making plays now. Could you just talk about maybe when your growth spurt hit growing up in Gaffney and how that impacted your career as an athlete, whether that was middle school or high school? Uh, I say my growth spurt. Uh, I was really tall all my life, but. Uh, my football, like when I really started getting good at football, was I say 11th grade. Um, yeah, going to 11th grade, uh, going to 11th grade season. I was at DN. I started. Uh, that's the season we went to go to the uh, state championship. So yeah, I say that's when I started getting good. Now you said you've always been tall. Did you grow up playing any other sports before you played football? What was your journey like outside of football, as far as growing up as an athlete? Uh, I played a little bit of basketball, uh, football, but uh, AAU mostly. Not uh, not not for the school, but I played mostly AAU basketball. Gotcha. And I know you started playing football in seventh grade. You said you were influenced by your brother who played football as well. Could you maybe talk about that influence your brother had, and what do you remember from that first football season you had in seventh grade? Oh uh, yeah, the influence my brother had. I mean, you know how older brother, younger brother is. Uh, I seen him out there playing football and I want to be just like him. So that's when I really start focusing, start focusing on football more and start taking it uh, serious. And said my seventh grade season, I was really at receiver, right receiver, seventh grade. And I say it was pretty, pretty good season. If I do remember, 
we uh, won a couple, couple games, lost a couple games. So obviously you stuck with football all the way up through high school. And I know you mentioned, like you did previously, that one of your fondest memories was that state championship, taking home that that championship ring in 2020 run. I remember even on the App State video when you were asking different freshmen, incoming student athletes, what their most prized possession was. You said your championship ring from that state title win was your prized possession. What do you remember from that season and maybe that game specifically that was so special that stood out to you? Um, From that season, I would say from the first game, we knew – we had opportunity to go to state that year, so every game, every week, we prepared um, to prepare to go one and zero. But the the most impactful game that year is probably North the Northwestern game. We was away. Uh, it was a pretty good Northwestern team, and um, I say uh, we went into overtime and we came out on top. So I say we is we is battle tested, and we knew you could win a championship after that game. Yeah, it definitely takes those battle-tested moments in the season to prepare yourself for the postseason. But you went on after that to have an amazing senior year. You won all kinds of awards. You were an all-state player. You were selected to the Shrine Bowl. You were the Spartanburg Herald-Journal Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year for the class, all kinds of stuff like that. I'm sure with that came all of the recruiting, all the offers. What would you say your recruiting journey was like your senior year after having such an impactful year and just having to deal with and manage all of that? Oh, I say... The recruiting it went pretty good. Uh, the bigger schools came in a little later um, than I expected, but um, overall, recruiting it went it went smooth. Uh, I got I got out offered pretty early, and I I go ahead and committed because it was a pretty good uh, atmosphere when I came on a visit. But yeah, overall the the uh, recruiting process was it was good. And I know App has recruited that area, your school specifically, for a while. What was your familiarity with the program at App State, and what kind of ultimately led to you picking App State? And what stood out about the coaches, the atmosphere, being there in general? What what really made you choose App State? Um, I had two former teammates that came to App State, but no, they're no longer here. But oh uh, yeah, that's how I really knew about App State because they committed to App State. Um, I say the. The culture when I came up here for the uh, camp, the coaches uh they showed love, uh definitely um it was good it was a good atmosphere I liked the stadium I liked the uh the family around that they uh offered then I came on an official visit um yeah it, that official visit was pretty good and yeah and that that made me choose out. Yeah, and I'm sure being close to home didn't help too much either or helped a lot as well with that. And I guess another thing I wanted to ask was your decision to early enroll at App. You showed up in January. That's something for me that was not on the table, wasn't as nearly as popular. I remember my 2016 class only had two guys early enrolling, but now you see it becoming a lot more popular. I guess what were the steps that led to that, the decision that led to you wanting to enroll early and get up to Boone as soon as possible? Uh, I say I knew I, I knew I had a chance to play. Um, early, and so I wanted to get up here and work as soon as possible, so I can um be ahead. You feel me? Um, so yeah, and um, and I say my coach really, he really convinced me to come in early. Uh, my high school coach, he was like it was a good opportunity, and uh, I I can play sooner. And what was that turnaround like? I mean, between spring, spring practice, workouts, classes, I'm sure that was a big adjustment going from high school football to getting thrown into college. What was that adjustment, that quick turnaround like as far as finishing high school in December and then starting college immediately right there in January? Oh, uh, yeah, it was a big turnaround. Um, 
the workouts, man. The workouts is a lot different than I expected. Uh, a lot harder. Spring ball, the 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 pace, the pace of the game was it was pretty fast. So I had a I had to pick up on that. Um, and the strength, the strength and the physicality was a lot. It was a lot bigger. I mean, it was a lot more, more competition. I say, and I I just had to, I just had to get used to it. For sure, and I know that that first spring semester was probably challenging, but you got a, a lot better, I'm sure, after it. But then moving on to the summer, yeah. I've heard a lot about Coach Matt and what y'all went through for the summer workouts and all of that. I even saw some footage of you back home working for Casser Middleton with some technique stuff as far as working mm -hmm. on your craft at home as well. Seems like in the summer between your App State workouts and being home, you really kind of did your best to, to work on your craft and sharpen your craft. What would you say... How would you say those those workouts in the summer kind of impacted in transition to you having the the year you've been having this season so far? Yeah, I say the uh the workouts are hundred percent. They they uh I feel like they showing up. I feel like it show up later in the season because like everybody else banged up and like weak a little bit, but he keep us Coach Matt, he keep us on point with the workouts so we can stay strong. And I feel like um the summer workouts there was there was tough for sure. And um but I, I knew I knew they it was gonna help us in the long run. So we uh we bought into the process and we stayed focused. But the uh the technique and stuff at, back at the crib, uh, yeah. I just wanna I just was working on my uh technique, trying to get uh, as best as I can. Now, which which one summer workout was the worst? I know there's usually a couple where they make you do a long running test, a max out, some something to really physically exert you. So one of those workouts where everyone's recording on Snapchat after and everyone's kind of laying on the ground. What was the one summer workout you would say that was the hardest? Off the top of the head, I would say, I say the knob, because um, that Thursday we had we had twenty we had twenty gashes that Thursday. Then that Friday we turned around and had to run a knob. So yeah, that weekend we was pretty dead after them, after them two workouts. I'm someone who has, who's had to run and go up Howard's knob a couple of times. How how'd you fare? How would you say you you evaluate your performance as far as getting up Howard's knob? I know it's a little bit harder for the bigger guys, but even even me, I didn't run. I would always walk the whole time, just knowing or do a light jog the yeah. whole time, knowing that people were gonna come catch up to me, not catch up to me. What would you? How would you assess your first performance on Howard's knob? Because I'm sure you're gonna have a couple more. As, as far as your career goes at App State in these off seasons, yeah, um, I say well, first time running in the Howard Knob, it was, it wasn't what I expected. Uh, I never ran a mountain before in my life, so it was it was tough for sure. But um, I feel like it was it was a mental thing. Um, you just had to keep keep going one one foot in front of the other. But once you got to the top, it felt like a, a great accomplishment. Uh, a great accomplishment so yeah yeah i know walking down the knob is definitely one of the better feelings and the coaches the coaches seem to still do the knob every now and then so i know you players are still are still up for it but nate i have to ask when, when did you know you've been talking about how you came up early to app state and kind of had a feeling you could play early you talked about working in the off season and getting ready to potentially make an impact this season but when did you officially know that you were going to have the season you have i mean now you lead the team in sacks with five and TFLs as well with six. When did you did you anticipate this? When did you get a feeling that you were going to be able to contribute and make an impact like you have been able to so far this season? Oh, uh, I say fall camp. Um, fall camp. That's when I knew I had a chance to play. When when I picked up on the game, the game was coming a lot easier. I was making a lot more plays. 
Um, and I, it just showed that I'd be able to get on the field this year for sure. Well, it's clear that it clicked during fall clamp, but I think it's also clear that it clicked after the first two games of the season. You had some tackles in the first two games of the season, but starting in that third game against ECU, you went on that streak where you had three straight games with a sack and a tackle for loss. And then you followed that with that monster game against Old Dominion where you have two sacks and two tackles for loss. Was it playing time? Was it the mentality? What kind of changed after that first two weeks of the season that allowed you to kind of turn things up and really start making a huge impact on this defense going forward? Uh. The first two games, I feel like it was just like I had to get my feet wet a little bit, or I just had to calm down and just play and just play football. And after that, it was just everything was just coming easier. I was getting a lot more reps, and um, uh, I say I got I was able I was able to I was able to make a lot more plays because the game was going slow slower. And we have to talk about that Old Dominion game specifically. It's rare that you can get two sacks or multiple sacks in a game. You're wreaking havoc in the backfield all all game, really, whether it was in the run game or the pass game. And I know their offensive scheme is a little bit different as far as spreading things out, having some lighter boxes at times to run mm -hmm. the ball and setting up their their outside receivers for some one-on-ones. What specifically about the Old Dominion game, whether it's the scheme, whether it was what you were doing yourself, kind of would you say led to you having that much success? I say the preparation throughout the week. Uh... I feel like the whole team was practicing hard, and we just knew as a defense what they wanted to run. And I, I knew I was gonna get a, I was gonna get a one-on-one -on -one block. So I wanted to make the best opportunity to um, make plays. Now I know there's some veteran players in that room with you as well in the D line room. You have Coach Cabral in there too in his first season with the team. Who are some maybe guys, whether it's players on the team who've been giving you some guidance, some people outside the team, some coaches, who would you say has kind of impacted you the most as far as you having the season you've been having that we might not know about? Um, I see uh, Coach A.J. Howard, of course, um, outside linebacker coach. And I say Donovan Spellman. Donovan Spellman, he um, he been coaching me up um, a lot because he learned from he learned from Nick Hampton um, and J-Mac. So he's just been coaching me up and um, helping help me get better. Definitely a lot of solid names and guys to learn from there. I know A.J. Howard's a guy I played my freshman year with when he was a senior, one of the smartest players I've played with, so I can't imagine him as a coach. Could you maybe talk about what he's been able to do for you as far as being your outside linebackers coach your first year at App State, him being through the process as an App State player and kind of the advice he can give you not only just as a former player but as a coach now as well? I say um, he got a lot of experience in the game, so he – he know he's know what he's talking about when he break down the game in film room. So we really just try to pay attention and buy in to the to the things he teaches. And as me as a player, I say uh, he just tell me to be like more confident and just chill on the field to like relax. Because like sometimes I get too worked up but I get he tell me to relax and just go out there and play ball. Now, I'm sure when it comes to pass rushing, you look at a lot of guys at the pro level, too. I feel like the NFL now more than ever has just it's almost the golden age of pass rushers. There's so many guys you can watch get off the edge that are able to do it in so yeah. many different ways. Maybe who are some guys from the pros that you watch and you try to emulate when you play on Saturdays that play on Sundays right now? I say uh, Max Crosby, one of the main ones I watch at, at this moment, because like he's he just master and master at his craft. So um, I say Max Crosby. Uh, T.J. Watt is another one I watch. Um, man, he just relentless. Every play, him and Max Crosby, every play, they just be in the backfield wreaking havoc. So that's I just try to 
model my game after new. Definitely two great guys to emulate. I know I'm a Giants fan, and I just watched Max Crosby wreak terror on our offense, so that's definitely a good guy to emulate, and hopefully you can sow some of those moves to finish out the season. But I have to talk about kind of the, some big-picture perspective stuff, Nate. I know you've made some noise some noise nationally now. I work for On3, and Charles Powers, who works there, says you might possibly be one of the best true freshmen at the Group of Five level right now. I'm sure you're going to get some national recognition when the season's over. And with all that in individual success coming so early in your career, have you maybe thought about your potential as you keep growing as a college athlete and what that future might look like, whether it's more years in college, the NFL, or do you kind of just stay focused right now on the main thing being the main thing and kind of the task at hand week in and week out as your true freshman season is about to come to an end with a couple more games left? Uh, yeah, I say uh, I noticed the attention, but I just like to focus on like the game we got that week. I just try to prepare the best I can that day and take it day by day. And I just and it all shows up on Saturday. So that's how I try to take it. Well, hopefully with that approach, you get some freshman all um, American honors and all kinds of stuff like that this offseason. But. Nate, I also looked at your social media and especially Twitter, and I think it's pretty clear that your mother is one of your biggest supporters. Like mothers tend to be always posting about you, always posting pictures with you after the game, supporting you and hyping you up. Could you maybe talk about the impact your mother's had on your career and how it's been kind of having this great freshman year with her along your side as well? Yeah, man, she's a, she's a big support. Um, yeah, I love my mom. Um, she comes to every home game. Uh, she's always there at the every game, win or loss. You feel, uh, when I lost, she always there showing love. Um, and I say along this along this journey, she's been there every step of the way. Um, she tell me to keep just keep my head straight, keep my head uh, straight, stay focused, stay in school, and uh, just do what I love. No, that's great stuff. And I also noticed um, when App State was kind of doing the first school day of school things, where you had the chalkboard that you had to fill different stuff out. It said that what you and what you want to be when you grow up, you put provider instead of kind of typically just when people put kind of a, a job title. Could you maybe talk about why that was your answer and what it means to be a provider to you? And maybe even if your mother or family has an impact in that as well. Yeah, I just I just feel like I want to be in that position where people can depend on me for things, Um, it, even if it's just to talk or uh, anything like just be able to be in a position, comfortable position where people can come to me if they need anything family anybody now that's some good stuff we're going to move off the field a little bit now nate and talk about some some other things outside of football i know you like watching tv and watching shows and the show you're watching right now is suits mm -hmm. which i feel like is, is so popular i feel like everyone's watching it right now why do you like suits what's made it so popular you think and what what makes it a show that you keep coming back to right now uh i say the interest the interest in law like uh what it's based around is based around the government and the law I say that they have a I'm pretty interested in that uh when it comes to shows, just learning about different just different situations. Now I know that's your current favorite show, but your favorite all time show is The Hundred. That's a show that I'm not familiar with. I yeah. did not look it up on purpose for this episode so you could educate me on it. Tell me and the listeners why that's your favorite show and why we should watch it and it could become our favorite show as well. Oh, uh, I all right, uh, I say um the hundred is is really about like um it was the end of the world then uh the they just these people they got together and went to space and they stayed up there for a hundred years then then um the oxygen up there in space um in a spacecraft was losing was losing uh air 
So they sent all the um kids, all the kids that was in jail, they sent them down to the ground to see if the ground was uh was the ground was safe for them to uh, live on. So when they sent all these kids to the ground, they they didn't expect anybody to be down there, but um people people was actually still down there. You know, when they came to the ground, they they started killing each other and going to war. But uh, overall, the hundred is a pretty good show. Um, it's a, it's pretty long. It's got like seven seasons, but uh, I feel like if you like get through the first season, you'll you'll get hooked, pretty hooked on it. So it'll go by quick. Definitely a good endorsement. Definitely going to have to think about checking that out for sure. And I know another one of your interests, you say you dabble in some video games every now and then. What games do you like to play? And I, I know you like to surely play with your teammates as well. What are those moments like as far as playing different video games with your teammates? And what are, what's the freshman class of App State playing right now? Uh, I say, I mean, everybody, I feel like everybody playing an OG Fortnite right now. Uh, we just got we just got done playing a couple matches not too long ago. But, uh, yeah, Fortnite. Uh main game I'm playing right now. A little bit of Spider-Man 2 I'm playing right now. Yeah, that, that's the main two right now. It's good to know the Fortnite legacy is continuing at App State. I remember there was a time when after every practice, people were asking about who was going to get on the game, what time <laughs> they were getting on the game. What would you? Where would you say you rank yeah. right now on the team as far as Fortnite players? Are, are you up there with the freshman class, maybe the whole team? Where, where would you say your, your skill set is at right now as far as Fortnite players on App State's football team? Uh, I play. I mostly play with uh my roommates, but I say I, I'm the better out of, out of all my roommates. I'm the better one. I'm the better one. Um, every game I'm carrying, I have at least eight plus kills every game. So, yeah. Let let us know who the roommates are. Who are you carrying, Nate? You can name their names. Who's getting carried by Nate Johnson when you're playing Fortnite? Uh, I say AJ AJ Mabane getting carried. Uh, J Lo Jalen Calhoun he get carried. Uh, I play I play with Ryan too, Ryan McGinnis. He be getting carried a little bit. <laughs> well, we'll definitely make sure they know that and know that you said that. But I know another one of your hobbies yeah. is is cooking, you said. I know that's something you like to do. I'm sure you're still in the dorm rooms right now. Are you able to cook? How did you get put on to cooking? And what's, what's cooking look like as far as right now being in college as a freshman? Uh, yeah, Um, I started cooking at a young age with my grandma. Uh, That's what really made me get into cooking. But uh, in in the dorm rooms... We in apartment style, so we got our own kitchen. So it's pretty it's pretty convenient um when it comes to cooking a quick meal. But right now, um what I cook, I just cooked some uh a couple egg sandwiches not too long ago. That's the last thing I cooked. Solid stuff. You're I'm I'm definitely showing my age here. I do not remember and never lived in the era where we had kitchens in the dorm rooms or anything apartment style like that. But last question for you, Nate, yeah. I know you'll have a big, I know you'll have a big game this weekend at Georgia state. I plan on being there cause I am from Atlanta in Atlanta right now. What would she, should we expect in this Georgia state game from you and the defense going forward? As far as this second game in the month of November, things kind of picking up as far as the intensity and really trying to push for getting that conference championship spot. Oh, uh, I feel like coming off this Marshall game, defense played a, a great game. Um, Coming off this, I feel like the intensity and the edge will be there this week. I feel like we'll be focused at practice because we see what we're capable of doing, I feel like. So here from, uh, here on now, I feel like defense, uh, we will we will be on we will be on our game for sure. Offense continue doing what they're doing. They are uh, balling like always. But defense, yeah, we for sure, we uh, for sure go turn up this game. Definitely a strong performance from y'all. Marshall as a former defensive player. It was great to see y'all keeping them 
at bay, barely crossing the 50 yard line, wreaking havoc in the backfield and doing all that stuff. But we're going to end with rapid fire. Nate, we have about six questions for you to end the episode just real quick. Sound good? Yeah, you sir. First question and the most important question. What's Nate Johnson's favorite pass rush move? Oh, uh, at this moment, I say speed to power. And who's your favorite artist to listen to pregame? Who's in your headphones when you're trying to get your mind right before a game? Uh, either NBA Youngboy or J. Cole. And what's your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie, I'll say Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Very, very solid pick and one that I support. And I know you've only been on the team for one year, but so far, what has been your favorite App State uniform combination? The all-black. Can't go wrong with the all-black. You definitely can. And what's your favorite season? Summer, spring, fall, winter? What are we working with? Uh, Summer. And the last question, Nate Johnson, who is the funniest person in the freshman class with you? Funniest person in the freshman class. That's a, that's a good one. I used to say J-Lo. Dang. Yeah, probably J-Lo for sure. Well, at least when he's not getting carried in Fortnite, he's being funny. But appreciate you, Nate, joining us yeah. on this episode. Best of luck to you the rest of the season. And, and again, keep wreaking havoc in that backfield. Yeah, you yes, sir. Appreciate you.